0: Hey y'all, well, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Missing Piece podcast. Welcome back. Hey, this is episode four, and I am Cruz Ramirez, and we're with Jared Neiman, and we are so excited. Jared, we're getting closer to the launch of your book, man. How are you excited about how excited are you about I'm that? I'm
1: so excited. Been two years in the making. Come on, man. And the countdown, and I, I feel like it's been this just Once you once I finished the book, it was like this slow wait now to release it. Yeah, yeah. we're really close. I'm excited.
0: So I'm gonna geek out with you. Like, do you you know off the top of your head how many words are in the book?
1: It's over 100,000. Yeah, that's 20 chapters.
0: That's awesome. How many hours would you say took to uh, to write the book? Just in case there's any like
1: aspiring authors out there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) How many hours it took? I would say each chapter. Probably took about four hours in, for the initial write, and then of course there were multiple edits after that. But that has nothing to do with the two to three years worth of studying that I did right. on the topic
0: and all the life experience and right? all right. the life of course, experience. Yeah. of course. You know, well, this podcast is essentially to introduce the world to your book, but more importantly to take elements of the missing piece book and help people find what they've been looking for, right, the missing piece, and bring it into their day-to-day, right? Um, And I think that's so important, man, because how crazy has day-to-day gotten in the last couple years, right? Like, just busy, busy, go, go, go. Like, I was talking with someone earlier about just kind of like, I mean, I grew up in Southern California, and so, like, LA's always been just like, go, 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 go. When I moved to El Paso, it was just like, yo, El Paso's so chill. (laughs) But now it's like, no, man, like we go, go, go. Right. How busy is life right now, right?
1: Oh, life's been very, very busy, hectic. I mean, two little kids. Uh, my, my wife's life is very busy, very demanding. She's in a, you know, a city, the city attorney for El Paso. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then of course the church and yeah. working through uh, this last year with the pandemic. Uh, the other day I had nine hours of, empo- of appointments, starting at 8 a.m
0: i saw your outlook calendar dude yeah, yeah like, it finished like at five
1: stacked. and from five to six i had a break to then get ready to preach <laughs> on wow. wednesday night
0: at wow. 6 and
1: yeah. uh so yeah it's, sometimes life gets chaotic it's, yeah it's wild
0: it's 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 so interesting to me right because like so we're recording this right now and it's it's summertime our kids are off we we both have two kids and they're elementary school age and um you know, we were talking about like, hey, what are you going to do with your kids this summer? And it's like, you know, me and my wife, we were we were like literally trying to figure out how to fill almost every hour of every day right. just to keep them moving. You know, it's so interesting that that's kind of that's kind of the pace for life, right? That's kind of the norm now in society where it's just like we're just moving 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 and we're always like going and there's not a lot of stopping. Um and I wonder how much of that is really we just really want to be involved in volleyball and be, you know, take on golf lessons or go do, or how much of that is really just, first of all, we don't know how to stop. Number two, we don't want to stop, right? Because if we do, we have to like stop. We, we have to think about what's really going on in life and we have to like make eye contact with issues in life. And you know, but Jared, let's be honest, right? And, and let's talk about that. A stop is not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like, um, you know, today we're talking about chapter chapter five in your book, which is a fresh start, right? Um, and I love how peace comes into our life and gives us the opportunity of a fresh start. But you know, sometimes you can't have a fresh start unless you have a fresh stop.
1: Right. Right? So every once in a while in life, you know, you can get so busy and get so chaotic uh, that you lose track of certain things or habits that are being formed that are not productive or uh, let's put it this way. They're not healthy uh, for yourself, maybe physically, mentally, or in your relationships, financially, maybe all of the above, depending on how big the habit is. Uh, And a lot of times our busyness is, is just that it's just busyness. Uh, it's not productive it's not enhancing an area of your life and then there are you mix in that busyness with just the stress and the complication that life brings a lot of times it's uh, consequences to our own behaviors or just things that happen in society right you might be driving along and someone rear ends you or you know your your teenage uh, your teenager did something at school that had pretty dramatic consequences and now you've got to deal with it or something happens in your marriage or you got laid off because of greed in New York city, right? The higher ups and you got laid off. They got bonuses. You got fired. Uh, and so life happens. And if you're not careful, chaos comes in or confusion, disorder and all of it is, designed by the world to rob you of your peace again health welfare prosperity and good things uh blessing um you tranquility. know tranquility tranquility right, in your yeah. heart and mind and so that chaos that's that disruption that confusion uh, it, this is a great question for someone to ask themselves do i have clarity in my life right now because if not i would say to you you're you you do not have peace you you're you have allowed confusion you have allowed busyness to have authority over your soul, your peace of mind, and it's producing chaos. If you can't get clarity, if you can't get rest, if you can't slow down and look at your life and, say, and see where the adjustments need to be made. And it's so important that we do that on a continual basis.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, I think it's, it, it comes off so counterintuitive though, right? Because popular culture is all about hustle like hustle and grind, hustle right. and grind. Hustle and that's great and if grind. it's
1: producing good things.
0: Absolutely. Right. And if, and if, and if the condition of your heart, like, you know, we talked about that the last episode, like, how's your soul, all that hustle and grind, how's your soul feeling? You know? Um, and you, you just said, you said something a, a couple of moments ago, you said like, um, Chaos, confusion, disorder. You might you might need some peace, and you might be missing some peace if you're feeling confused, if you're feeling chaotic, if you're feeling if you're feeling disorder, you know. Um, but there there really is health, right? And just taking a moment to pause. Like, here we go. Preachers are on the mic, but like, even God took a break, right? right? He he hustled and he grinded and he moved and he built for six days. Yeah, and then on the seventh day, stopped. He stopped,
1: right? Um, He commanded it to the nation of Israel to have a Sabbath day
0: and make it holy,
1: and make it get rest. Yeah, stop, slow down, be with your family, relax, chill. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you know, and and I think sometimes we don't do that, or sometimes we'll we'll rest, but we're not resting in, in the healthiest way, or we're resting to avoid the issues. So we go over here and rest, but there's issues here in our lives. And a lot of times what you need to stop is the problem areas. So uh, let's use examples. You stop eating bad before you get a bad doctor's report. Or you stop drinking so much before the doctor tells you you have cirrhosis, right? So you, you stop not exercising before you get arthritis so a lot of times we need to take stock of our lives and and ask ourselves, are there things i need to stop so that i can start something new but that new thing i'm going to start is going to bring peace right it's going to bring health it's going to help me to live better live in better relationships just stop treating your spouse a certain way right so you stop so that you can start something else. Yeah, it's I like I like that th-
0: I like that thought a lot because a lot a lot again there's there seems to be a little bit of a stigma against people who stop and they're like oh he quit you're just, you're just a quitter just gave right. up. But the truth is if if you can stop on your terms right. and not on the terms of a consequence, right? Not right. on the terms of like an adverse outcome.
1: I would say I that's not quitting, that's wisdom. That's brilliant. So that's not quitting, that's wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge applied to your life, right? So wisdom is I'm looking at my life here and this isn't good and I need to stop doing that and start doing something else. So that's not quitting. Quitting is leaving your job without another job yeah. and now you're not going to be able to it's pay ap- your mortgage I'm, I'm and feed your family.
0: And I'm, it's, it's an emotional right. it's an emotional that's reaction right. and yeah. And so I think I think what I'm hearing you say is that so in the moment where I choose to stop something that's taking me where I don't want to go that's making me pay more than I than I can afford, right? right? Um, that peace can be found in an abrupt abrupt start or, or stop. Peace can be found when I recognize that I'm choosing this for the better outcome. That I'm choosing this because I'm gonna choose life. So I'm choosing to stop going in this direction because I'm expecting a fresh start towards a new direction.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's a a great way to view your life. And I think it's a challenge for everyone. And sometimes it's hard. You know, sometimes you, you have to be very introspective and really look within yourself Uh, sometimes you have to give up things you enjoy, uh, but they're not healthy. Like I enjoy ice cream and I used to (laughs) eat, uh, you know, pints of ice. cream.
0: What's your favorite kind of ice cream?
1: Oh, Cold Stone. I love Cold Stone. Okay. This is disgusting. So I would go. (laughs) I promise you uh, it's
0: not, it's not going to be disgusting. I promise you. (laughs) It tastes good, but it's like
1: 2,500 calories. I would go every Sunday night and I would get the large and it was the sweet cream ice cream, (sighs) two brownies. Four Reese's peanut butter cups, oh, man, uh, hot chocolate, and caramel all put together. I mean, it would just overflow. On the way home, I would get French fries from McDonald's. Shut up. So the drive oh, that's home, that's next level, dude. The drive <laughs> home was the French fries. At home was. Do you ever like mix? I mean, do do like, you
0: ever dip the fry?
1: Just oh, there's nothing oh, better than that. Of course, oh, I did. Sweet and salty, right? It's the greatest thing. But. I started to realize it was messing up my stomach. (laughs) So I had to stop doing stuff like that. I mean, a lot of times you just need to look at your life and just ask yourself, "Is, is what I'm doing producing what I want? Am I praying prayers and asking God to help me, but then I'm the contradiction to the prayer? And is there an area of my life I just, I've allowed chaos, you know? Chaos isn't all just societal disruption. I mean, there can be, because the definition of chaos is simply confusion and disorder.
0: So that means that chaos isn't e- doesn't even have to be cataclysmic. It's no, not like this
1: huge just, tragedy. It's just confusion, disorder. Wow. wow. Things are out of order. There, so, people,
0: so we live in quiet confusion. chaos all the time. All the time. Wow, man.
1: It can get within our soul. Wow. It can get in our minds. It can get in our marriages. It can wow. be on our team at our, in our job, and just because we're angry at someone on the team, we start living in disruption with them, and so we don't function in a healthy manner, and then it stresses us out, it it robs us of our highest level of development and performance on Absolutely. the team, and produces consequences yeah. because of that behavior, yeah. right?
0: Well, I love I love that this episode has taken away the stigma, and it's taken away even guilt and shame from stopping, yeah. right? Um, and. We inject peace in that because in the stop, there's always the hope and the expectation of the fresh start. Um, as 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 we're talking about this, I'm thinking about like what what our church teaches, right? On how Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, beginnings and endings. And when something ends the right way, there's always an Omega the moment, or an Alpha moment, right. In that moment, in 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 that, and you know. Um, I hope you guys are hearing that, right? That there's no shame in stopping. If you're stopping so that, so that it gives you the opportunity to choose life and not death, it, choose peace and not chaos. You know, and in that choice to stop, Jared, there is now the expectation of a fresh start. When we come back, we're gonna talk all about the expectation and how peace has a huge part to play in the fresh start in your life. And here's the good news. Wherever, at, wherever you're at in life, you can always expect peace and a fresh start. We'll be right back. Hey, all right. Welcome back to the podcast. Episode four, we're talking about stops that are done the right way with peace right. will lead to a fresh start. God wants a fresh start in our life.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right,
0: he is always making things new. That's his promise, right? He makes all things new. And so in that Jared, let's 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 just talk practically about how we should process the decision to stop the negativity, to stop the disorder, to stop the chaos and confusion and say, "You know what? No, man. I'm going to take control of my life. I'm 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 going to take that." Um you know you're really good at teaching it practically, but I want to pull on your experience a little bit, man. Let's let like you you share several moments in the book where you said, you know what? No, I'm going to stop this so that I can start that. One of them included Carla, who's your wife, on like your wedding day, right? Like you you want to talk to us a little bit, but when you when you when you quit a pattern in your life and you quit, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, there's several things that Carla spoke into my life one of them was i i I smoked for i think 13 years i was completely addicted to it and as we were dating uh she looked at me once we got engaged she she actually said yes i'll marry you the next day she said but i won't marry you smoking wow and so she said the night before our wedding will be the last day that you smoke
0: so let me push pause here Because you both are like super alpha personalities, right? Like, so what were you thinking that in in that in that moment? Like, did you did you like buck a little bit? Like, were you like, "We'll we'll see," or did you um, say, "No, I'm going to have to make a choice"?
1: No, I I I said yes and I committed to it because in all the years uh, of trying to quit smoking, I loved smoking more than everything else. Carlo was the first. first moment in my life where I loved her more than I loved the addiction that's incredible and so I saw my future with her and I finally in that moment was more committed to having a healthy future than I was to this thing this vice that I carried with me for so many years and that's really the question in your life is what do you want your future to be? Yeah, because big, the decisions you make today will define the future. Yeah, absolutely. And as as hard as things were, I mean, I had a honeymoon where I was like fiending and having withdrawals. <laughs> you know. So uh, did you,
0: did you quit like your wedding day the I night quit before my, you went my day?
1: wedding day? Wow. Right. Um, so literally, the morning that I got married, I smoked my last cigarettes, <laughs> plural. I mean, i got to be honest, right? (laughs) um, And then, you know, my honeymoon, I was, like, having withdrawals. (laughs) But it was fine because I was committed to the future I wanted. Yeah. And so I was willing to make the short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain. Absolutely. And a lot of times that's hard, but the benefit of that difficulty far outweighs the challenge. And so sometimes you just have to simply overcome yourself. You have to to overcome your physical and mental self, like your selfishness, your selfish desires, your wants, because that want in the moment is not actually going to produce what you desire in the future. And that's a lot of times what stops us from having peace and having the fresh start the you know, we, we, a lot of people, if you really know the word, you know, Isaiah 43, that God's the God of new things. And he is, God wants to do new things in people's lives, new opportunity, new joy, new health, new favor, new ideas, new solutions. He's the God of new things. Yeah, absolutely, But too often we don't see or experience the new things because we won't stop the old you know, we won't simply say no to what we've been doing to open ourselves up
0: to, to the new thing under-
1: God wants to do.
0: And it's, it, really, it really is that fundamental, right? It really right. is that, I guess the word is simple. It's hard, don't get me wrong. Like, it, it is, you know, it, it is hard to make a choice. Like, for all of us, if change was easy, we'd, we'd all have six-packs, Jared. You know, <laughs> right? right, like, if change was easy, if it was like easy to make that choice. Right. No, it's simple. We all know what it takes. Right, but it's hard. But it really is that. But it really is that simple. I'm, as you were saying that, I was just I'm, I'm thinking about about what God said in Deuteronomy. Look, I call heaven and earth before you this day as witnesses, and I place before you two choices, right. death, and life. Right, you choose. Then He helps you cheat on the multiple choice test. Right, like He's like, and choose life. Choose life. So I can bless you, right, and it'll go well with you,
1: right. And He says so that you and your descendants. Yeah. Because your choices affect the people around you. It, it goes down the line. So you make healthy choices. I mean, they've proven 60, 70% of young girls marry men that replicate their father. 60, 70% of boys marry wow. women that wow. show the characteristics of their mother. Good and bad. I mean, it's amazing. I, I think it's 64%. I didn't look it up before this podcast. Uh, But I think it's like 64, 70% of uh, young girls whose fathers were alcoholics, they marry alcoholics. I mean, it's amazing how patterns go into not just our lives, but our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and so on and so forth. And if unhealthy, it takes some person down the line to say, well, I may have inherited this but I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not I'm choosing right. a different path. Right. I'm going to allow a new beginning right. to come into right. my family. And I don't know what you all have done, but it's not going to stay here. And so often in life though it's not that that big. I mean, you can simply just stop cussing so much. You can stop not responding to your spouse and staying looking at Instagram. Right? So they're talking to you. And you're more concerned with what's happening with a person in Hollywood well, I, I,
0: love, I love that you bring it up bring bring that up because like I do understand and and, and you know in, in what we do we deal with a lot of people a lot of different scenarios right um, and there are scenarios that are clinical like there I mean some yeah. some some, some people have r- real neurological disorders imbalances all of that not minimizing their experience yeah. but man a, a great majority of, of, of who, how we deal with who we deal with it's like, man, this is on you. Right. Like this is like this really is a choice you're making. And yeah. you know, there's there's a, there's the a, a statement that you made, and we're, that when it came to this was which was, hey, man, get out of your own way. <laughs> yeah. Like this 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 is this is this is on you. Stop blaming the whole world and stop saying it's everyone and everything, but the fact that you have the responsibility of choice. I, one of the things that I love about you consistently is that you just cut straight to the point, and you just confront immediately right, right. and and one of, one of the things that jumped out at me when i was reading this part, portion of the book was how much responsibility you put on the reader you put on us when it came to like are you going to choose peace are you going to stop and say you know what this isn't going to lead me down to the to, down the path and the life that i want or hope for then right. why do you keep doing that right right um, so let, let's let's talk a little bit about um the expectation of like we get it. We need to like we need to stop spending twelve dollars at Colston on Sundays. We get it. okay? <laughs> I hear you, Pastor. Okay, I got it. <laughs> and, and the French fries, you know. Um. But but let's shift gears a little bit. Like when when you're when you're expecting fresh starts in your life, right? Like when you're when you're looking at new horizons in your life, right? Just just as Jared Neiman, son of God, right? Jared yeah. Neiman, man, father, right? Like what what does that expectation look like? I know I know a big part of of when you talk about fresh start in the book comes from Psalm 51, you know, create, create in me all of this new, um, unpack that for us. Um, I mean, you can go all day as a pastor, talk to us a little bit of just, just as a man, what, what that sounds like for you in terms of your expectation when you're expecting the fresh start in your life.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I've taught on Psalm 51 a lot, and it's a Psalm of that David wrote after he had an affair, uh, with one of his best friend's wives. He then goes on to have that man killed, and chaos erupts. One hundred percent. I mean, Absolutely. it's yeah. everywhere in his life, yeah. and it will stay there for a few years. He deals with the consequence of that choice yeah. for many years with
0: his children, also, and yeah.
1: with yeah. yeah, and even other children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's there's a statement in verse ten in the Message translation where it says, "God, give me give me a fresh start." shape in me a Genesis week from the chaos of my life. And I don't know why that has always just jumped out at me. A Genesis week, I mean, Genesis is a new beginning. A Genesis is order from chaos. And that's who God is. God is the God of decency and order. And every time that I read that chapter, that I think about it, that I meditate on it, that it comes up in in my mind, I asked myself this question, is there chaos that I created? I can't control societal chaos. I can control how I respond to it, but I can't control it. Like we, nobody could control that there was a pandemic. Like couldn't control that. Couldn't control that your business got shut down. Couldn't control that you had to wear a mask and all these other things for all this time. Right. Couldn't control it. Now I could control my attitude towards it, but I can't control what other people do. But I can ask myself, is there something that's out of order in my life? And immediately then I ask the Lord, okay, Lord, give me wisdom in that situation. And you help me bring order where there was chaos. In my I life. love that. Give yep. me a fresh start. I a love fresh start.
0: I love that. And I, I love, I love that that you mentioned the Genesis week, right? Because sometimes the fresh start isn't downloaded and, and happen all at once, right? It's a a process to it. Right. Um, how how do you find peace or, I mean, obviously God has already given us the peace. How do you, um, apply peace and walk in peace as, as the fresh start is going, right? Because if we're talking the Genesis week, Genesis one, God does it over six days, however long that was at the beginning. right? Right. Um, Every time there's 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 a method to it, he looks at it, he calls it good, but he didn't complete it all in one shot. So sometimes a fresh start doesn't come in one day, in one season, in one well,
1: year. of course it doesn't. Right? I mean, that's just logical, right? I mean, say, say you've had a bad habit for 10 years. You're probably not going to completely uproot it on a Monday night. I mean, just because a, a pastor, you know, spoke a good message in church. Like, okay, now my entire life's changed. No, like... You've got to take time and start making decisions to change that pattern within your life. What what I try to do is just remind myself of the the result that's going to come from these changes. That's great. And although there may be a period of time that's a little uncomfortable, where I'm not seeing the result yet, where it's kind of hard, uh, where it's awkward, you know, there's sometimes there's awkward to change. It's just awkward. We don't kind of, you kind of get stuck in the, not in the black and the white, you're in the gray area when you're making changes and the results haven't come. Right. So it's awkward, you know, but I keep reminding myself, okay, what was, was not producing what I wanted. I was in chaos. It was tormenting me. It was destroying my relationships. It was producing something unhealthy in my body, whatever. Right. What I'm doing now is going to produce. And I remind myself of the end game, where I'm trying to go, the finish line. And as long as I encourage myself in that, I find I can continue to take steps. And even if you kind of mess up, right? Like say you commit, you're going to change your temper, right? You're going to get under control and you go three, four weeks and you do great. You lose your temper. Okay, you lost your temper that day. Don't then revert back to the old habit. Don't let... I heard a, my trainer tell me one time, don't let your cheat meal become a cheat week, right? So you messed up. Don't let it now once again become the habit, yep. right? Just yep. allow that you know, setback to be the setback, but keep going forward, oh, keep I, moving I love on. That. Keep I love that. allowing the genesis week, the new beginning, Absolutely. the new idea, the new solution, Absolutely. the new habit to form in your life.
0: I love it. That's really good expectation management. Right, Because right. A, lo- a lot of times we'll expect it to happen overnight. Oh, and it won't. But hey, you're a good work, God's at work in your life, and there is a fresh start that is promised to you. I love that, man. This episode really blessed me, dude. It, it really, really did. Um, hey, listen, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Just want you to walk away with a couple of things. Number one, you don't have to live in chaos. You don't have to live confused, you don't have to live in disorder. God wants there to be a fresh start. In your life, so maybe after after we sign off, maybe what you can do is first of all follow Jared. (laughs) Shameless plug, right? Like shameless plug, right? But um, (laughs) yeah, buy a book. No, but but honestly, buy a book, right? right? Because like we're we're barely skimming skimming the surface on the content. Um, uh, You can you can get the book jaredneuman.com/slash/the missing piece. And make sure you follow Jared on social, at Jared Neiman. Um, but maybe, maybe, maybe after, after you tune in today, maybe just to go take a moment, and you really just assess, right? And then you begin to address, where do I need to stop, and where do I need to start? And as you're expecting the fresh start, and you're believing for the fresh start, have peace in this. I, like to, I say to myself this way all the time, Jared, I say, you know, I may not be where I wanna be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be, right? So we're believing that the peace of God is for you and in you. I love you guys, thank you so much for watching. Till next time.